Hey, hey, everybody, this is Joe McCall, REI In Your Car podcast. How's it going? something real cool to share with you and let me give you a little backdrop there's a little story behind this i when i was first starting my podcast shortly after that in 2011 there were not very many podcasts out there on real estate investing and one of my favorite podcasts was from a guy named rick otten who had a podcast called creative real estate i believe is what it was called and i really liked the guy super nice guy friendly low i mean like uh down to earth um, and he's Australian, right? So at the time he was teaching people in Australia and in the United States how to do creative real estate deals. And he actually used to live in the United States. He, I think he's married to, yes, he is actually. He's married to a, uh, I was just talking to him on the phone a few hours ago. He actually married a lady who uh, is from Iowa, right? So he actually owns a farm in Iowa, Lives in Australia, comes to Iowa for a couple months a year during planting season and harvest season, I think. They own a farm out there. Super cool guy. Well, he's going to be in Iowa in a couple weeks, so I'm actually going to go up to Iowa and see him, just spend a day with him, come back the same day. Just a super nice guy, right? So we know mutual friends, and I got, I was finally able to connect with him because I've been wanting to interview him for a long time. Well, anyway, Rick is uh, such a laid-back guy, so cool, and he's a great teacher. Even though he's teaching maybe how to do deals in England or in the in the uh, in Australia, uh, the principles that he teaches are fantastic. You know, how to negotiate with sellers, how to talk to sellers. Super great guy, and I wanted to recommend you to his podcast. It's a We Buy Houses Radio podcast, and I think his website is rickauten.com co.uk.co.uk, and uh, he does a lot of workshops in uh, England. But I was talking to him recently. You want to you want to know something cool? Uh, he's still very active in the business. He still does a lot of deals on his own and with students, but mostly on his own. And he's been f- buying properties and flipping them in Greece, the country of Greece. You know, because they've been in the news for a couple years and their economy is really hurting bad. He's been actually doing deals there and it's so cool to see and he's using the same principles right that we're doing in the united states that he's doing in england and in australia there's different paperwork different processes for buying houses but almost every country in the world allows you to sell your house by owner for sale by owner without using an estate agent as they call it in england or a um a realtor here you know so maybe you have to use some kind of legal entity but um, there's certain contracts and certain laws and rules that you have to follow. But he's been buying these properties with creative strategies, like taking over the mortgage or doing owner financing or structuring some kind of lease option. There's They may call it different things. So it's so cool. I'm excited. He wants to be on the show. So I'm going to be interviewing him in a couple weeks uh, after he gets settled into Iowa because of the time zone difference. Well, it's like it's literally on the other side of the planet. 
And so it's hard to get him and me at a time when we can record a podcast together that's not going to be at 2 a.m. at his time or my time. So I'm going to wait till he gets into Iowa. I'm super excited about this because you you guys will love Rick. Uh, I can't wait to introduce him to you. Uh, just really nice laid-back guy. He reminds me of my friend Claude Diamond. Claude Diamond's a great guy. Funny, you know, kind of, uh, what's the word, gregarious? Is that the right word? <laughs> Been in the business a long time, has a ton of experience. He's a great teacher and educator. And but he's got and he's got an Australian accent. Claude Diamond has a uh, New York accent. <laughs> so you'll see the similarities. I'm telling you when I interview him. But I wanted to tell you something. He has a podcast, and I was just listening to it, and I thought I'm going to share some of these gold nuggets with you guys. And I I got this from episode from his podcast episode 161, and the podcast is called We Buy Houses Radio. And uh, yeah, I know some of you are following. There's a whole issue right now in the United States for trademark issues and trademark infringement. The company that owns the We Buy Houses is trying to trademark that so nobody else can use it, kind of like what Homevestors has done with We Buy Ugly Houses, or the word ugly as it is for realtors and investors. But anyway, he's in Australia, so I don't think it matters. (laughs) Uh, It's a great podcast. I want to encourage you guys to listen to it and I'm going to try to talk him into doing some more regular podcast content with me. So don't tell him that. I don't because I don't know if that's like a bad idea or not. I'm thinking I, you know, I have that other podcast, Remote Property Flipping, and it's we haven't updated it in a long time for various reasons. But um, you know, that might be a good show that him and I, Rick Otten and I, might start doing. Maybe, 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 maybe. I sh- maybe I even shouldn't have brought that up. All right. So in episode 161, Rick Otten was talking about. He had a very good phrase in there, and I want to share that with you guys. Number one, unmotivated sellers. Okay, he was, it was a coaching call. He was talking to a student from England that's doing deals, trying to do deals in Greece, okay? And uh, he, the student was, was kind of not complaining, but was talking about what I hear all the time from people who are just getting started in the business, and I can understand why. It's understandable. But, you know, it's the thing where everybody I talk to is not motivated. They want full price, they want to sell their house now, and they want full price, and they're not open to any kind of creative terms. So Rick, in a much friendlier, nicer way than I would probably have done it, <laughs> was was talking, was coaching the guy and talking to him about, well, you're looking at it wrong, okay? And you got to listen to it. But one of the things he said is, unmotivated sellers will make you old. Motivated sellers will make you rich. Do you understand the difference? Unmotivated sellers will make you old. Motivated sellers will make you rich. And so the point is, through... Um, through like just asking some simple questions, you can really uncover their motivation rather quickly, right? And if they're not motivated, then move on. You don't need to be spending your time with them. So you need to stop wasting your time on unmotivated sellers, right? And start focusing on motivated sellers. But what do you do with the unmotivated sellers? Well, you ask them some questions, right? But then you send them an offer anyway, like in the mail, in an email, whatever, and follow up with them. Because sometimes sellers just need time to cook. And with, with follow-up, these may become motivated sellers eventually. So he asked a great question. He said, well, what percent of the sellers that you've been marketing to in this area want to sell their house tomorrow? And he said, well, all of them. I said, okay, well, what percent of those sellers that you've talked to actually need 
to sell their house tomorrow? Just take a guess. And the guy said, well, you know, because the economy is so bad and he's been reading about it in the news, probably 50% of them, right? Well, okay, it's real simple then. Focus on the 50%. Maybe in your market, if you're in San Diego or Houston, Nevada, Las Vegas or whatever, right, Miami, maybe 10 to 15% of the sellers out there are motivated and need to sell their house tomorrow. Well, okay, focus on those 10%. The other 75, 80%, 90%, whatever the numbers are, right? Uh, you just make an offer and move on. Make an offer and move on. The other thing he was talking about is um, some great questions you can ask sellers. And I've talked about this a lot before, but I really like the way Rick talked about it. He says, listen, Mr. Seller, and, and the way he converses and communicates with sellers is so laid back. And all it is is just asking simple questions, right? Asking really good questions that get right to the point in a nice, friendly way, right? Without being a jerk. But uh, like one of the questions is, well, listen, Mr. Seller, if you don't sell the house, what are you going to do? Okay, great question to determine motivation. You know, if you're doing lease options, you could say, listen, if you don't sell this house, what are you going to do? Rent it? And they will tell you, well, no, I'm, you know, I'm just going to have to sit on it. We'll stay here until we sell it, until we get the price we want. Well, guess what? They're not a motivated seller. Send them an offer anyway and follow up with them. Give them three options in your offer, right? If they're stuck on their price, say, you know, I could, I could maybe get you that price if you're willing to wait for it. That wouldn't work for you, would it? All right, the great, another great question he, he likes to ask was, um, would you pay the price that you want me to pay for this house? <laughs> I like that question, right? What should we be talking about today? Like, sometimes sellers will tell you when you ask them um, a question and they say, maybe, then you can turn around and ask it a question. Again, maybe yes or maybe no, right? Great, great little question. Um, asking them about, uh, one of the things Claude does that I love is when he's talking to people, sometimes he'll say, uh, so hey, how can we do business today, right? You mind if I ask you a few questions about this house? I'm looking for a nice property in a nice area. Uh, do you mind if I ask you a few questions? I'm looking for a nice property, and I want to see if I, this would even be something that would work for me. Right? Sellers so often, and Rick talks about this, want to give you their problems, right? And they don't want the problems anymore, but their problems are not your problems. Right? So you can't t let them take those, put them on you. You need to play the reluctant buyer and get the seller to sell you on their house. You're providing solutions, right? You have the, the solutions to the problem. You have the money that they, if they really need to sell it fast, buy their house with it, right? So they need to sell you. And so many investors, especially beginners, right, they get into this mode of maybe almost begging, you know, or becoming the motivated buyer. And that's like the worst uh, positioning that you could be in. You want to be the one, the reluctant buyer. Mr. Seller, convince me why I should buy your house. And maybe I shouldn't. So... You know, if, you, if they're bringing up objections, are you saying those? You know, those are good questions. Um, I don't know if this is going to work for you or not. And that's okay. But are, are you telling me that we're done? Do the pull, the takeaway, right? So the I'm just reading my notes here. You, so you can't accept their problems. You just have to be okay with offering solutions, and that's it. Um, <laughs> a great little he, he did this little dialogue back and forth. So if the seller says, "Look, I, I do need to sell it right away," okay, so. Would your price reflect that? That's a great, okay, I'm glad you want to sell it right away. Does your price reflect that? And they say, yeah, it does. Okay, great. So why hasn't it sold yet? <laughs> right? You could ask questions like, you know, if you want to sell it so fast, 
why haven't you? What's, what's the problem? It looks like a nice house. First of all, why would you even want to sell it? Well, you know, I got to move. I got issues going on or whatever. I got to get this person out of there. I'm sick of it. Great. Okay. So why haven't you sold it yet? Instead of just getting right into the, the, the price question, like what's the least you take, ask some more why questions. Really dig into and ask the why like two or three different times. Why do you need to sell it? Well, we want to move. Okay, why do you want to move? Well, we, you know, we just want to, move. we're getting old, we want to move on. Okay, so why do you want to, why, <laughs> don't ask why are you getting old, but ask, say like, well, why do you want to move on? D- just really dig in and talk to them about it. Why didn't the realtor sell the home? I, you know, oh, that's a great realty company. Keller Williams, fantastic. I, I have my license with Keller Williams. That's really cool. But um, I'm sure they're great agents. I'm sure they they gave you a bunch of offers, right? I'm sure they brought a bunch of buyers to your house to come look at it and make offers. Why haven't you sold it yet? What's the problem? Okay, have fun with it, guys. You, you understand? Uh, get the seller to think and look at things differently by asking just simple questions. Um, so I wanted to just talk about that. I thought it was a really great episode, episode 161 of We Buy Houses. And it's funny, too. He was... <laughs> He talks about it at the beginning, how he was, he likes to eat carrots. And so you can actually hear him chomping on carrots on the call as he's talking to the uh, student. So anyway, you will be hearing more. Oh, my phone just fell. Good thing I'm wearing headphones. You will be hearing more from me on the uh, subject and topic of Rick Otten, my new friend in the real estate investing space. Super cool guy. And uh, that's it for now. I am at my house so I got a boogie see you later guys take care comb your hair